Is your mind filled with unwanted thoughts? Are you constantly worried and full of anxiety? No matter what you do, you always have this thing going on in your mind and keeps going and going and you can't make it stop. Well, if this is the case, then this video might really, really help you because there are pattern interrupters you can use. There is really a way to get out of that vicious circle. And it's not as easy as some people make it sound like, you know, you hear people say, oh, just be positive. You got to think positive thoughts and then everything is going to be fine. This is just the quintessence. It doesn't work like this from one day to the other, but there are definitely ways how we can approach this, change the patterns and change our entire approach to life. So stick around because we're gonna talk about this in detail. Before we get started, I want to remind you the six-week live bootcamp is starting February 29th. So definitely check out all the information on that. You find the link in the description. I'm really looking forward to seeing you there. So the first thing we have to really understand in this entire approach is that we're the thinker and we're not our thoughts. Those are two separate things. Imagine you have somebody really close to you die or somebody is sick in your environment that you really love, somebody who's close to you and you start worrying about that person. What does it feel like in that moment? It definitely doesn't feel like you could stop. Like it would feel like you would abandon this person. It would feel like, oh, I need to actually stay attached to that person. That's somebody who's dear to me. How can I stop worrying about this? And this is really something I should be worried about. Bad things can happen. But I specifically chose this example because even here we have a choice of what we think about. This is really something that is really important to understand. We have a choice in this circumstance. We can choose and it is good to choose to actually think about that person, think about the pain maybe, and even when we grieve to really hold on to this for a while because it may be the biggest connection we have to that person right now. But still it is a choice. We get to choose what we think about. And in other circumstances that are not that severe, it really makes sense to actually make a different choice. But unless we understand that it always is a choice, it's really not something that is really put on us and we're completely powerless to it. It really took me a long time to understand this actually. I really thought there was no way I could stop thinking about something. It's not in my nature, it's not who I am, and I don't have a choice in this matter. But we do. Really, really get that in your mind because this will change absolutely everything. And then once we understand that we do have a choice, we get to understand what is the benefit that I have from actually thinking about something negative. And most of the time it is really that we're addicted to worrisome thoughts because they keep us grounded. They keep us at the certain level that we're at. I always talk about The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks where he really talks about this in detail, but this book would really help you in the situation to understand that we always have a baseline, a baseline of how good we feel about ourselves, how good we feel about our life. And we always kind of go back to this unless we actually start approaching it in a way where we challenge it, where we say, I want to feel better all the time. And if you don't think about this one worrisome thought, you know what's going to happen if your mind really wants to get you back on baseline and there's not this negative thing going on that you can think about, your mind will think of something else. How often has it happened that great things are going on and then for some reason some negative thing pops into your mind? This is just a pattern. It really happens all the time. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with you if this is the case. You know how often I hear from people, oh, there has to be something wrong with me. I don't know why I always worry so much, why I can't think of positive thoughts and make positive changes in my 
my life there has to be something wrong with me there's absolutely nothing wrong with you we all have that this is really how our mind is built and we have to be the ones who really tell our mind to do it differently to really be the ones who take control into the situation and as long as you feel like there's something wrong with you you're still thinking that you can't change anything about it and at the same time recognize that this is not the exception it's not that you are the one person who has all those negative thoughts and everybody else is all rainbow and sunshines and for them it's always easy that is not the case that's how it feels to you because really a small percentage of people have actually mastered this or getting in a better position of this and I honestly believe we grow in this over and over again I would never be that naive to think I only have positive thoughts that's definitely not the case but I also know that let's say five years ago I had that many more negative thoughts so I know it's possible to reduce that knowing very well that there are still so many negative thoughts going on in my head and I probably don't even know most of them they just pop up in my mind and unless I recognize what's going on I can't really change that I'm well aware that from let's say 100% of the negative thoughts I have every day maybe I catch 5% but if you start with those 5% you actually start a positive circle that gets you more and more clear on all the thoughts you can change so let's really talk about the strategy here so we have around 60,000 thoughts or 60,000 decisions every day in our mind and I think over 90% of these thoughts happen on autopilot we don't even actively think about that so we keep repeating the same pattern over and over again we're living our past and in most cases this past wasn't that great there were things going on that hurt us that we need to hold on because they're part of our identity and so the list goes on and on and we don't change anything so but how do we do this how do we get out of it so once you understood that you do have a choice that you're not your thoughts you're the thinker and then you have your thoughts Carl Jung also talked about this in detail you really have to distinguish between those two so when you're the thinker you're the one who's in control you can decide what you actually put on yourself what you want to take on that's why meditation is so important because what happens in meditation you actually catch yourself when your thoughts are going into a negative direction most people don't really think about meditation this way but this is exactly what this is about meditation isn't about thinking like all these amazing positive thoughts this is a byproduct the main thing is to actually allow ourselves to catch ourselves when our thoughts are going into a negative direction so when you sit there and you do any kind of meditation it doesn't matter if you do body scan if you do guided meditation or whatever it is if you sit there it gets uncomfortable because your thoughts will always go back to something your thoughts will always go into a direction where it doesn't feel good and you force yourself to go back to this place of what the guided meditation is talking about what you're supposed to feel or whatever it is that you're actually aiming for when you're doing this meditation and for a lot of people this is pure torture because you constantly keep repeating to yourself I'm supposed to do this I'm supposed to want this I'm supposed to be in this positive state but my thoughts always go to somewhere else and with that I feel like a failure if you keep going down this road nothing is going to change you really have to start being thankful for every little time you're able to get your thoughts back so stop being judgmental with yourself understand that this is how our mind is wired and how we can approach this in a way where you actually make progress where you actually change your thought patterns in a way that they have an effect on your entire life 
So this is how we're gonna do it. You're gonna take a piece of paper and you're gonna write down everything that you worry about on a constant basis. Maybe you worry that you're gonna be late for work. Maybe you worry that your boss doesn't like you. Maybe you worry if your relationship is going to work out. Whatever it is, write it all down. Maybe it will be 15 pages. Let's hope it's a little bit less than that, but it doesn't matter. It's more of what are, let's say, the 10 things you most commonly worry about. And now we get to the first distinction, and that is to actually recognize what is a worry thought that makes sense versus one that doesn't make sense. What is a worry thought that makes sense? That is, for example, you go out of the house and you worry if you left the oven on or one of the stoves. Well, this is really something where it makes sense that you think about it. And it makes sense at any moment because once you go out of that door, you can actually change something about it and you can change something about it right now. You can either go back home and check it or you can call somebody and they can check it for you. That's really something where it makes sense to worry. But what doesn't make sense to worry are things that first off you have absolutely no control over. So for example, you're waiting on a test result. Worrying about that doesn't bring you any benefit. There's no reason why you should do it. Your grade or your result is not going to get better because you think about it. And it's not going to get worse if you don't think about it. Then there are things where you can actually do something about them, but not right this instant. So for example, you have this big talk you have to have with your boss in two weeks. And it's really something that you want to work on, where you want to present yourself well, and you're worried in a way if you're going to make it. See, this is something where you actually have control over the situation. You can sit down and say, I'm going to take time out of my weekend or while I'm working and I'm going to work on it for four hours. I'm going to prepare for this meeting. I'm going to really gather all the arguments I can use for my case. And then I'm going to present it in the best way possible. This is really something you can do. But if you're, for example, in the gym right now, or you're meeting friends or you're out for lunch or dinner, there's no reason to think about it. Yes, you have some control of the situation. Yes, you can change something about it, but not in that instant, not while you're going out. So these are really the things we want to focus on. So everything that goes into the category of I can do something about it, like the stove situation, you leave that out of the picture, but all the other things really write them down. And then when you have a list of, let's say 10 things that you're constantly thinking about that you worry on some kind of level, start with the one that really causes you the least trouble. Because if you really take on the thing that worries you the most, you're most likely going to fail in the beginning because it is exhausting and hard to change pattern. If you're really addicted to this, and that's what it is in the end of the day, it is an addiction. It is an addiction to worrying. And if we start with the thing that's the biggest hurdle for us, it's going to be very hard. But if you start with the thing that's on the bottom of your list, you can actually work yourself up and it will have a positive ripple effect. You start with something small, you see that you have positive results in this area, and then you take on the next big thing. This is something I can definitely recommend. And I have learned that through Lynn Grabhorn's book, Excuse Me, Your life is waiting. See, it's not really our thoughts that create our reality. It's the feelings about our thoughts that create our reality. And that's a huge difference because you can think about something and it really has a positive effect on you and it can have a negative effect on you. You decide what kind of emotion you attach to each thought. And this is where we actually get to pattern interruptions. There are a lot of ways you can do this. Some people have a wristband around their hand and they like flick it when their thoughts are going into a negative direction. But this could be something where you say, oh, okay, I'm actually punishing myself. I'm making myself feel like I'm doing something wrong and then I punish myself for it and then it can go even in a worse direction. So I've seen people use this technique, but it's not my favorite. I like, for example, EFT, which is tapping. And what it actually does, it lowers your stress level when you think about a certain topic. And we can use this to our advantage. So for example, if you think about you're not gonna do well enough on 
a job interview. You can tell yourself, although I'm afraid I'm not going to be great at this job interview, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. I learned this from Denise Duffield Thomas and you can use any kind of affirmation or mantra you want to use, but you see how you actually change your emotions about the thought. Because if you tell yourself, oh, it's not right, you're just lying to yourself, there's no reason to be worried, you might know that this is not correct. Your mind worries. Your stress level rises when you think about this topic. So stop telling yourself, oh, there's nothing to worry about. This will not help you. We keep doing this over and over again and we get back to the same place we were because it doesn't change our emotion about this. It actually makes us feel we're lying to ourselves. So we have to acknowledge that this is going on. And by, for example, tapping, which is like you you press different places on your, um, on your face, on your body, but there are different ways to do that as well. It doesn't have to be tapping, but to find a way where you reduce your stress about this topic and you approach it with a positive mindset. And it's to say, even though this is happening or even though I'm worried about this, I'm completely fine with myself, I'm safe, I'm good. So you still acknowledge the thought, but you allow yourself to have positive emotions with it. And so there are people who actually take on 30 day challenges where they do this and they say, let me try to change a pattern that really goes into this direction. So let's say you're worried about this interview. That's the example we're gonna use. And that's the one, the lowest part of your 10 point list. This is really not the thing that you worry most in because you know, you're gonna be fine somehow. This is not the first job interview you've gone on. You're pretty sure about what you're gonna talk about, but it still keeps on popping up into your mind. So what do you do? So every time you catch yourself thinking about this interview, you drop it. You drop it like you thought it would never be possible. And it might seem hard in the beginning, but if you do this a couple of times, you see how doable it actually is. So really think of something that you're gonna think as a pattern interrupter every time you catch yourself. You can have something positive that you know is your go-to thing. So for example, you get excited about your birthday party coming up in two weeks where you're gonna see so many of your friends you haven't seen in a long time and it's gonna be so nice. And have that to go, have that as something that really makes you excited. And if you're at a position where you feel like nothing excites me, think of the thing that has the biggest positive effect on you. Maybe it's your dog. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a good movie. Maybe it's a song that helps you to shake it off. Whatever it is, have something to go in this moment. So when your thoughts go into this direction and this really comes up, you can have different possibilities of stopping it. Number one, you directly think about the positive thing and that is good enough. Your thoughts will probably go back to this again and again because your mind will not listen to you right away. It's your task to say, no matter how often this happens, I'm always gonna go back to this. In order to do this, we really have to trust ourselves that nothing bad is going to happen if I stop thinking about this. If you still on some level believe you have some kind of benefit on thinking about this, then you will not be willing to really drop this. It's okay and it will challenge you. It will challenge you deeply. That's why I'm saying start with something that really doesn't bother you that much. If you're in a crisis mode and your relationship and that's the thing that goes through your mind all day long, really don't pick this one. It has to be something that you have some sort of control in. Because once you've been doing this over and over again, you will see that it is possible, that it is doable and that you can let go of negative thoughts, your mind going down a negative path and you can change that. And you will see with time, it'll get easier and easier. Ways to help yourself is for example, every time it happens with the negative thoughts, to use the rubber band around your wrist and to just like 
flick it a little bit. This is similar to the analogy when a kid burns its hand on a stove, it's not gonna go to that stove again. That's just something that we do on autopilot. So if your mind learns on autopilot that every time your thoughts go into a negative spiral that is not helpful, it's gonna have a little punishment like the kid burning its finger on the stove, you know what? You're not gonna do that or you're gonna do it much less likely. It really helps because we have so many decisions to make in a day. We don't wanna be actively doing this. Our goal is to actually create something that works on autopilot. So if this helps you do it, for some people it's too much because it really feels like I'm punishing myself and I'm telling myself again, I wasn't able to only think about the positive thing. I'm such a loser. All the time I just think about the negative thing. If you're one of these people, maybe this is not the best approach for you, but just know it exists. Another thing that can help you is, as I said, EFT, because that way you lower your anxiety about thinking about this thing. So you don't feel guilty about having negative thoughts. You don't feel such stress thinking about the situation because you know, deep down, you love yourself no matter what's gonna happen in this interview. And these things help you additionally, but the main point is to actually let it go to catch yourself and then let it go. And I hear people saying, man, I'm so mad at myself. I catch myself having negative thoughts so often. And then I say, great, catching yourself having negative thoughts is actually the best first step ever. Because in order to be able to drop something, first off, you have to become aware of it. And most of us just aren't aware of it. So if you become aware of having negative thoughts, that's a good thing. That's a great step forward. Because then you're actually allowing yourself to distinguish between the thinker and the thought. Now the next step is to actually stop judging yourself for having those thoughts, but to tell yourself, you know what? I'm really proud of you that you were able to catch yourself. Now let's think about the positive thing we said we're gonna think about. You do this three times, you will see how much easier it will happen. You'll still get caught in these circles, but nowadays if these things happen to me and I have a really bad day, maybe I'll allow myself to wallow in my misery for a minute, to allow those emotions, to tell myself it's okay to have whatever kind of feelings I wanna have, but I get out out of it so quickly once I just start focusing on something positive. But what are those positive thoughts we should be thinking about? Is it really good enough to think about a birthday party in two weeks? Well, actually it's good enough if you think about a funny movie you watched yesterday. It really doesn't matter. Yes, we wanna use those positive thoughts to change our life, but this is really more of an advanced step. If you're not able to actually get to a positive mindset, you're not gonna be able to make even better steps which will help you to constantly have a positive flow of energy and to start building on that positivity more and more. And you can only do this if you know that it really doesn't matter what kind of positive thing you think about. Even if it's something as superficial as a TV show, doesn't matter. Does it make you feel good? Does it give you a positive emotion? Is this emotion better than your worry thought about the interview? If the answer is yes, do that because this will help you so much more in your abundance, in your overall life success and relationships, no matter what you take on. Much more than if you say, oh, I'm full of all of these worries. It doesn't matter. I just have to push through it. I have to work. This will not be enough. It will actually keep you busy and not productive and productive in all areas of your life. You know, we're talking about creating an epic life on your terms and this really will help you to create that. It's not the amount of work you put in. We know enough people who keep busting their butt and they're still barely making it by, not just in their financial life, but also in their family life, in their love life, in their overall happiness. They barely have good 
days. So the solution really isn't to keep on worrying and to think of all kinds of scenarios that could happen that will not help you. Thinking about something superficial that is happy and makes you feel good will be much more effective because it gets you into another state. It gets you into a more positive state and with that you have completely different ideas. You have a different approach to this. You will be much more relaxed. You say, yes, the interview is a great opportunity, but if it doesn't work out, it doesn't really change anything about my life because I'm the one who's in control of my life. I'm the force in my life. It's not this job. That person making any kind of judgment, if I'm good enough for them, that's for them to decide. Let me figure out if this job is good enough for me. And if I show up and I give my best, but make sure that I don't overstress myself, I don't focus on everything that could go wrong, or if I'm good enough, then I'll actually present myself in a much better way. And if they don't like me, well, that's on them. It's really more about, can I show up as myself? Do I feel good about myself in that situation? And do I like this boss? Is that really somebody I want to be working for? That's where we want to get to. And you'll see, once you start this process, it will become second nature to us. Nowadays, I catch myself so much earlier when I have some kind of negative thoughts. I still know there are a lot of things going on that I don't even catch. So I'm not even being mad at me for it. That's just human. You know, I hope you're not being judgmental towards yourself either because it's not going to help you. Just be thankful and happy and full of gratitude and proud of yourself every time you do catch yourself and then you go into a positive mindset. So the moment you realize that that thing on the bottom of your worry list is gone, you can take on the next thing and really focus on this one. And you'll see before you know it, this will get exponentially better. And the great thing about this is that we actually make up so much space in our energy for new things. You know how many people don't have the energy to stick to a diet, to actually show up every week and work on their blog or do something which they say, I really want this, but nothing really happens. See, one of the main reasons why we can't do the things we say that we want is because we don't have the energy for it. It's so much harder to actually think about eating correctly if you have 10,000 worry thoughts all at once. So what are you going to do? You're going to do the thing that gives you a little bit more of the endorphins. You will not take on the thing that will require more self-discipline in the beginning, although you might feel better in the end. It's just too much. See, I remember when I was working and there were so many things going on at work that I thought I had to do. I really wasn't in a point of my life where I could take on the challenge of, for example, finding a partner. It was just too much for me. I knew I always had challenges in this area because I didn't feel like I deserved it. I didn't really do the steps that were necessary. And I was having a lot of limiting beliefs that kept me around people who could never be the right partner for me. But I could only take this on once I start removing things that really caused me anxiety and worry. And all the steps I talked to you about today really, really helped me. So really first off, ask yourself, is there something you can actively do to completely eliminate this worry? For example, for me, it was, I don't want to work this job because it doesn't make me feel good. And I felt like I had the strength to actually change it all the time before that, when I didn't have the chance to change it, or I didn't want to change it. I really work with the first steps of thinking about the thing that I worry the least, but I still worry about. And then I started improving it. So really ask yourself, can I actually do something to remove this worry? Is there really something I can actively do right now to change the situation? And if there isn't, you drop it. You really go down that list and you start thinking about the thing that's least important to you. The things on the top are going to be too much to handle in the beginning. Really allow yourself to start small. And the more you do that, you'll really recognize how much more energy you have to take on the next challenge and improve your life even more. That's the beauty of it. And that's why I love my life so much. That's why I actually talk to you all the time about creating an epic life on your terms, because I know 
you can change your thought patterns. I know you can change the way you feel about your life. I know it changed completely the way I approach life and I never thought it was possible before I started this journey. So I really hope you don't wait until you fall on the ground and you have nowhere else to go before you make those little shifts that will change everything. If you haven't already, remember to sign up for the bootcamp. It starts February 29th. I'm really excited about it. And if you pre-register in January, there are even some great incentives. And if you want to watch another video now that's in line with today's topic, watch my last video where I talk about one upgrade per week. It really makes a huge difference in your overall mindset. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I talk to you next time. Bye.